life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Do you know what we're doing today? Don Barnhart. Hi. Do you know what we're doing today? No, am I on? Are we? Yeah, on? you're on. Am I? Are we recording? That's a microphone in your hand. Is that? Oh, is that what that <laughs> yeah, was? That's what that is. Wow, I thought it was rebooking time. <laughs> How'd you get in the business? How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Yeah. I'm doing good. Having my little uh, sponsored uh, caffeine drink. Yeah. Thanks to sponsored by Road Stories, Maria Valeriano. If you can spell that, uh, if you can pronounce that, yeah. If you can pronounce that, I got it right, didn't I? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of the All Things Comedy Network. Road Stories on the road. I love these; are my favorite. This is when I. Uh, this is, you are on the road. Yes, you're is, on the road. It's, it's not road stories from the back of my house. Yeah. <laughs> like it usually is. called trailer park stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, road stories from the road at the lovely Harris Casino. Sin City, uh, the Sin. What, what's this town? Sin City. Sin City. Yeah, the entertainment capital of the world. Yes. I say Sin City, since I'm such an old man married, and yeah. I put the sit in Sin City. Sit, sit, <laughs> sit City. It's Sin City. Sin City. I just sit in my Oy. room like an old curmudgeon. Yes. Or as I like to call it, everybody that thinks they were somebody left L.A., moved here, and now is a douchebag trying to run the business. Uh, yeah, but, but that's my. That's just my take. Yeah, I mean, well, not everybody, just no, the majority here. of everybody. Me too, yeah. I moved here. Don Barnhart joins us Hi, today. hello. Don Barnhart. <laughs> DonBarnhart.com or the Las Vegas Comedy Institute.com. Mm. I'm now up and running with my comedy world. Ah, you relocated here to to do classes. Yeah, well, I didn't relocate necessarily to to do classes. Mm -hmm. It just happened to be I was teaching improv, comedy writing, Mm -hmm. and uh, and then uh, I I'm here, so I may as well open up a studio and we have a little showcase room. Oh, cool! So we bring people in. We shot part of Referendum there, Mm -hmm. um, my documentary on the legality of marijuana. Yes, across America. Which thank you for asking me to do that. Yeah, and I asked Murray, hey, you want to do come do this pot documentary we're doing? Do a little stand-up? He goes, I don't do pot. <laughs> I don't do the pot. Right, the pot, he actually said. I don't do the pot. I didn't say that. You did. I don't have any pot jokes. I have one pot joke, and it's not funny, and so I don't do it. Well, nobody really has pot jokes. And here's the problem is, is the people that do have pot jokes come off as being, whoa, dude, right. pot is good. Let's do pot, 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 pot. And that's not what the movie's about. It's more of a... A documentary on exploring the legality of marijuana in America. Oh, okay. I got arrested when I was 16 back in 78. Mm-hmm. That's how old I am. <laughs> and uh, I stopped smoking the pot, and I got into hypnosis as a way to kind of get my life together and mm-hmm. get over stage fright and start doing comedy. And um, so it's, now that it's illegal, I never thought Cheech and Chong would be profits. Right. Um, in Colorado, uh, it's you know recreational, and I was doing a show there, and the guy that runs the medical clinic saw my show. He goes, "Hey, come check out uh, my clinic," you know, and I did, and he started hosting me there, and I did the first joke and talk show in Colorado. Oh, cool! <laughs> so <laughs> it got shut down because uh, they didn't; it wasn't all legal yet. Oh, so they right. a lot of hurdles they're still getting over. Sure. But. So I started doing a documentary, and mm-hmm. it, uh, so referendum referendum dot com. Awesome. Um, um, I do believe uh, marijuana should be legal, though. 
I yes. yes. I used to smoke a lot of pot. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you. And then I took, you know, I don't know, 10 years off. I became a vegetarian, quit drinking, quit doing drugs. It is a vegetable, you know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a complete bore for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then when I came back and smoked it, like it was like way too powerful, and now I can't deal with it. Well, that's what, uh, when I went to the clinic, I said one of the reasons it was the paranoia weed, you know, mm-hmm. the... And uh, he goes, no, no, it's not like that now. It's uh, this particular hybrid will uh, help you with the pain, like for arthritis. Yeah. Um, I play hockey, so I got a lot of pain right. emotionally because um, I'm so old now. And uh, But this will help you with the pain, but you still keep the mind alert. So it helps people with that. Or this is if you need to relax, like a, if you want to triple shot of tequila, this would be the kind of marijuana oh, okay. for that. So it was really interesting. And now with the vaporizing and the teas, the herbals, uh, there's even cream you can put on as a lotion to help you, oh. uh, so you don't get high, but you get the 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 effect of it. Yeah, oh. I drank lemonade, marijuana lemonade, a few yeah. years ago. That did me okay. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. but right when I started to get that, what am I doing with my life? Right. Then I fell asleep. So, because that's what I do. I'll smoke I, pot. I'll laugh for twenty minutes. I'll question my life. Sometimes I'll cry, and then I'll go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, in that order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, there you go. <laughs> so I, I stay away. <laughs> Well, it's good at the end of the night that you do that. You don't want to start your day that way. You don't want to start your day crying. No, no that's what we call no. my 20s. No. Uh, <laughs> we're overlooking the lovely pool yeah. here at Harris, uh, packed with what we used to call over at Country Fried Planet normal-sized Americans. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, of, yeah, it's looking like Walmart down there. Yeah, there are a lot of large people down and there. And a lot. Of, that's what people wear at Walmart nowadays, actually. That's why they what? That's what they wear at Walmart. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, the mankini uh, and the um, T-shirt with the, the bikini top <laughs> painted on. Because <laughs> they can't fit into a regular bikini. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so, dude, I'm so sick of politically correctness. Oh, really? And, uh, you know Jerry Seinfeld. Well, if you're fat, be fat. Mm-hmm. Don't apologize for it. Don't go, no, fat is the new skinny and fat is pretty. No, it's not. You're fat. If you're skinny, you're skinny. Be who you are. Fly your freak flag. Right. I don't care, but get off my TV. I don't care about Caitlyn Jenner. Good for her. My niece is now my nephew. I get it. Right. But you're a Kardashian. You're a waste of human life. Go away. Um, uh, which uh, I... Got to stop smoking pot because I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, so uh, put a the, cream on; it'll yeah. bring your memory back. The Walmart uh, people, the fat people at Walmart. Uh, uh-huh. Now there's a, a new thing. Special K has a commercial out where the lady goes, "I don't know what my size is anymore." So they take out a tape measure, but there's no numbers, and they go really wide. Oh, you're a curvaceous. Mm-hmm. Then they go a little wider. You're a voluptuous, and uh, my joke is, "You're a denial." <laughs> <laughs> you know, be who you are, right. and that's. Uh, you know my wife. Hey, said, listen, they are being who they are. Oh, they are right now. Down they are not pool. apologizing no, at all. It's great that we can sit up on the ninth floor and, and sit judge. and judge. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I went down to the pool earlier today. I am not. I wasn't turning any heads either. Hey, well, I'm not you know. in as good a shape as I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> but man, it was the weirdest. Thing. I did. I. Uh, I went. I, I. Don wanted to do this in the morning. And I'm like, I don't want to do anything in the morning. I don't want to do anything in the morning. My whole plan was just to sleep in and drink. But I can't sleep in. But you could, Well, you're on the road. This is Murray Valeriano on the road doing road stories. Yes. So you're away from the kid, the wife, your responsibilities, your comic. Sure. You're what? A, yeah, you go out at night, have a drink, play a few cards, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then sleep in all day. Right. So Don wanted to do it in the morning. I'm like, nope, let's do it in the afternoon because I am sleeping in. I have not been able to sleep past 8.30. 8.30? Really? All week. <laughs> I'm so pissed off, man, because I'm so used to getting up at that time. I'm uh, talking, I, had, I had four McAllens last night. 
and I zonked, and I was still up. At, yeah, I was still up at like quarter after seven today, or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's it's karma a, for you, man. <laughs> and so then that's, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I should have done this in the morning. Right. <laughs> so I had Dude, time to kill. <laughs> I used to, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I, I'm 50, what am I, 51 now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 52 next month. And thank you, uh, July 2nd. Um, <laughs> so happy birthday. Here's thank you. There's my, my free uh, uh, mochaccino mm-hmm. thing. Uh, so it. I used to sleep until uh, back when I lived in the South Bay and I surfed all the time. Uh, you get up early to go surfing because you know it's sure. calm and uh, the the wind is perfect offshore, or you sleep until eleven when the fog burns off, right? And then you get up and enjoy your day. So part of that is, uh, I go man, now I'm up like seven, six. I play hockey, this old man league, and oh yeah, yeah. Um, but the we have a puppy now, mm-hmm. but I, I got to get up to get stuff done because there's right. so much going on. You know, knock on Formica, <laughs> whatever we have here. Um, and I find the older I get, the more I get up early. Just there's not enough time in the day, mm-hmm. and that's why I said you go. Well, can you come in? How about uh, after the show? After the show, I got stuff to do, man. I, got, I read I, your text wrong. I, it, it, uh, it, it, yeah, 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 it made like yeah. a hyperlink on one of your words, and I, I, I don't couldn't know. understand what the yeah. text was. Anyway, well, I'm glad we're here. Well, I'm here, we're here, and I kind of I want. To- what, Murray, well, Murray keeps looking the out of the po- out of the window at the pool. He's been he, he's not been on the road in a while. <laughs> Hello, large Americans. Mm. Uh, so, okay, so waiting for you this morning. I'm just all right. Should I go to the gym? No, I'm going to go to the pool. I'll go to the gym after the podcast. Mm. So I'm at the pool today, and I'm in the pool, just kind of rinsing, you know, rinsing off, <laughs> rinsing off at the I'm pool, bathing, bathing really? in the pool with the rest of the Walmart crowd, <laughs> a, a loofah, a, loofa, a little a shower cap, a on. Johnson and Johnson baby <laughs> shampoo, to, <laughs> yeah. brushing my teeth. Uh, you have your water wings out there too, just in case. <laughs> a Donald Duck floaty, uh, and so there's a bunch of kids around in the pool with me, which is fine. Yeah, that and happens, then, and they're playing music, but then they play. That Nicki Minaj fat ass song. I don't know what it's called. It's fat ass. I think it's called fat ass. Fat ass. Yeah, and and, and they're cranking it. By the way, this is nine thirty (laughs) a.m. and you're cranking my big fat ass Nicki Minaj with like seven year olds all over the place, and she's (laughs) she's going, "Where my fat ass bitch is at? Where my fat ass?" Well, look around. They're right there. (laughs) What do you mean? Why do you have to ask if you just turn left or right? Ah, so. well, he, maybe not appropriate for a family time pool song. This is the other thing. I'm starting to understand Lewis Black more and more on an hourly basis. Mm-hmm. Just his anger, because you look around and, and these kids with them with their music, the kids with a lot of music with this rock and roll. You know, before 10 a.m., that's a polite thing to do because some people have lives. You yeah. know, you don't start your chainsaw at seven in the morning. Right, right. And uh, these kids, they're just rude. Basically, there's no common sense anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, and you have every right to be mad and brush your teeth in the pool. <laughs> you showed them. <laughs> That's right. That's you showed them. They're flossing in the in the wade pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why uh, you know, as an old surfer, you save your morning pee for the water <laughs> to heat your wetsuit up. So, yes, sir. Uh, so, how you been, man? I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah, Murray and I were on the road. We did Medford, Oregon together. I believe is when we first met. Yes, that is. I have to say, real quick, um, when I first got back into stand up again, uh, Don took me out a lot with him. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Your wife's like, what did you do? He, we had him trained. I was broken in. Nah, I want to go to med- and, you know, and that's so one thanks of the, a lot for that, by you're the way. Very, oh, dude, you're, you're a funny man. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm, I'm honored. I hope to open for you one day. All right, well. 
Um, keep, I'll call you. You know, I can surf on these <laughs> surf tours that you do. Well, you, why don't you book like like Tahiti or something and get it? You know, if I uh, if I uh, man, if I was better at getting wow, sponsors. you would not believe the look in Murray's eyes. He just like he just went to oh. I just went to Tahiti, man. <laughs> 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 no, we got good sponsors. We don't have sponsors that are going to ship us off to, you know. You need to market like shore. I do. You are a good marketer. I'm a whore. Yeah. And I mean that in a, in a Christian way. I don't, uh, you've got to get it out there. I'm yeah. not, um, I've got the, the board from original Point Break hanging in my garage. Oh, really? dust. Yeah, the <laughs> With the flames on it, the 57 Chevy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Keanu board. Yeah. yeah so I, saw I the, hate that uh, movie. The new Point Break? No, the new oh, Point the, Break is com- like not even... About surfing, really. Right. I think there's one scene in yeah, there where they do a towing. Like it's like adrenaline you know, junkies yeah. and stuff. But the, I always love the... And I just watched a little bit of uh, Blue Crush the other day, and I always love the surf movies. Here God, the, I love... My wife goes, what are you watching that for? I go, no, they're surfing. See the break? Oh, it, oh it's peeling. It's not crowded. Yeah. It's warm. Oh. <laughs> you know you're a surfer when you watch that movie for the waves and not the girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Medford, Oregon. I remember that yeah. uh, gig well. I remember that gig because I, re- I remember this. The MC went up, tanked, oh. mm. just to just to crickets. Mm-hmm. I went up, fought my way, got him, got him mm-hmm. going. You closed it out, did my thing, and and then the MC came up and did twenty minutes yeah. after you. After, after we we warmed the crowd up for him. <laughs> what a chucklehead, man! And that club's still going, by the way. Oh, it is. Yeah. So if you'd like to make you know two hundred dollars uh, and go to Oregon, uh, go to Medford, ladies and gentlemen. Comedy is alive Portland, and well. Not Eugene, Medford, Medford, Medford yeah. Oregon. I am going to Portland coming up. I am going back on the road again. Where are you going, Harvey's? Harvey's Comedy Club. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I'm playing Vegas this weekend. Uh, we've got a big Vegas comic. Well, this won't be on until after the fact. This will this will air last night. Will be our big comics thing. This airs on Sunday. Okay, so last night we had this great party. <laughs> uh, check the uh, the police blotter for right, right. for details. It's a big uh, comics convention. Comic convergence, convergence in Vegas. That's, yeah. that's what he called it. Yeah, in Vegas. So, so everybody's the, in town who's coming in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe yeah. we had fun. Maybe yeah. I'm we, we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we all? Maybe I finally get to sleep in because I drank so much. Yeah. Gosh. But then all the Vegas comics are aren't they all sober now because they've been here forever. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, well, George Wallace is here. Uh, oh, I thought he's show. Was well, he still lives here. Oh, okay. So he's in New York now. He may be back in time. Okay, uh, we've been going on the road for the troops. Uh, oh, right. Quite awesome. a lot. Um, and another comic, uh, the Riviera closed. Yeah, and it, did, uh, it get, did it get it imploded? I think it's imploding like in the next week or something. Oh man, I want to watch. I know that'll be awesome. Um, What's Russ Rivas gonna play? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the ships, I guess. Is he doing? Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. I mean, he's a big yeah. Riviera guy. That's yeah, he was there a lot, and so was I actually. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go to all the clubs here. Sure. You know they. It's really kind of an open policy now. It used to be if you work this club, you can't work that club, and now it's kind of whatever. Oh, okay. There's cool. so many people coming through. All right, there that's are a couple good. chuckleheads in town that uh, yeah still think they have comedy, uh, <laughs> the reign of comedy. But oh, all right. So who else lives here now? Mm, me. Yes. Don Barnhart, donbarnhart.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek Richards moved here. John Bazaar, Nancy Ryan. Okay. Uh, Rob Sherwood, I think he's kind of in and out here uh-huh. in Chicago. Uh, and then there are a couple other Dennis people. Dennis Blair. Dennis Blair, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's here. Uh-huh. And um, that's all I really know. 
Yeah, and then a couple other people that I won't mention because they don't book me. So (laughs) So screw them. Yeah. How many clubs are here now? I I just heard a couple of them closed down. Well, the Flamingo used to have Vinny Favorito. He got ran out of town. Right. Um, But word is he's opening up at another place down the street. He opened up last week. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows about it, though. Oh, really? I mean... Yeah, he burnt so many bridges, no one's helping him. So we'll see. Yeah, and you're you not know? telling tales out of school. That was in the no, pap- it's it was in the papers and yeah. stuff. And yeah, you know. I don't know the whole story, but um, mm-hmm. you know, well, at least hey, he's, up, he's up and running again. Life happens. Yep, it does. You know, and I hope he gets his crap together because uh, you know he's a funny comic. Yeah, he's really funny. You know, but we all got personal demons. That's why we're comics. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> we we didn't get into this business because we're brain surgeons and we like to work. <laughs> Although we do now, and and that's part of being on the road, you know. You you why would you go to Medford unless you had to? Right. Well, you really love doing comedy. Yeah. And that's right. really what it comes down to is we love doing comedy. And yeah, you know. And I would use a Medford, you know, not just for the money, but I would use a Medford too. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the money? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'd use it for wow. The, no, I would use it. For, let's say uh, you know I got to twenty. You know I got to come up with a new half hour. Right. You that's know, where you work whatever. your material. Yeah. Out. That's where you go and yeah. do it. You know. It's hard. Like you're here at the Improv. You can't go up and. And really try out new material because there's a high expectation. You've got to deliver. I know that's the shitty part because recently I'm just I'm I'm trying to come up with new material, so I'm going up and just riffing. Yeah. And, oh, cool. And cool. Not, you know maybe a couple thoughts in my head and just riffing for like 15, 20 minutes trying to find stuff. How's that going? I can't do that here. Right. Right. I can't do it here. They're right. just there's just they came here to see a show. They didn't come here to see Murray right. fucking Jerry Garcia noodle around the material. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd like to slow these jokes down now. This one goes out to all the sexy people. Two fat guys walking a bar. No, it's true. And um I do this comedy writing workshop now. So mm-hmm. it's what I did when I lived in LA. We'd just get together and we go around the table and work on ten minutes. Okay, what do you have? Mm-hmm. What do you have? And and if you don't have anything, it's like, okay, write down five things you love, five things you hate. Mm-hmm. So at least you're like, what's bugging you today? Right. Uh, all right, traffic. All right, let's, we're going to work on that. And uh-huh. then we kind of develop that and then we get on stage and work it out. Oh, very cool. But you have to. And that's one thing. Wendy Liebman had a great quote for the documentary Finding the Funny mm-hmm. uh, that we did. Um, and it was like, if I would have worked out one new joke every night, at least try one new joke. I'd have a whole nother special, oh, you know, wow. years and years of material. And that's the problem is we get so caught up in this, uh, I got to kill every time that yeah. you forget you've got to work out material. Yeah. So even on the cruise ships, um, when I go out there, you know, they have a high expectation, but I'm just trying to slide jokes in because I, sure, you know, I've had too many club owners go, hey, don't work your new, don't work your material out. I want the A material. Well, you're not paying for A material. It's every, every booker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, you're paying for me to read the phone book. Yeah. You're lucky if I make it funny. I have a uh, there's a f- few rooms in, in in Los Angeles that I can mm. go and do that and not have to worry about it. Even mm. at the, like the Ice House, you know. The Again, they're very comedy supportive. Though. Yeah, I'll be there the 19th. By the way, oh. headlining Friday night at the Ice House. So if Sweet. you'd like to come see the Don Barnhart show, I'll come out and say hi. What is that yeah. Thursday? Uh, Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, next Friday. Oh, is it next Friday? Well, a week. Fr- well. Hold it's on. this coming it's Friday. This coming Friday. All right. If you listen to this now and not the simulcast. Hey, uh, tell us about the last uh, uh, military tour you did. The one I had to say no to, which I, I was yeah, so yeah. bummed. I want to go on the military. Hey, you want to go on the military tour? No, I can't go. Um, no, I I, five more weeks of stay-at-home dad. Do, I, I know, man. But they When they happen, they happen. Oh, I know. Um, gosh, the last one, 
you're probably happy you didn't go. Oh, really? We were in Jordan. That was our last uh, stop. We mm-hmm. did uh, Italy was great. Greece, uh, I don't know, some other cool countries down there. Right. Then we went to Jordan. Uh, Egypt got canceled, by the way. So we go to Jordan, and uh, we were there when the the ISIS group, that who's the terrorist people? ISIS, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they burnt the Jordanian pilot alive in a oh, cage. Oh, Lord. They poured gas on him. So we, I got off stage, and the head security was on the phone. He hung up, and he goes, we're going to a state of emergency right now. He goes, we're going to get you back to the hotel. Don't leave because the hotel's a, it's a compound. It's mm-hmm. secured. He goes, just don't leave because our day off, we're going to go to the Dead Sea and do all the things you do. Because Jordan, they're very Western friendly. They, yeah. they, we get along. We're, we're allies. Um, so we were kind of stuck there for three days. And there were protests in the streets, not against anything. They were in support of the Jordanian uh, king because he said, we're going in. We are 100%. And they did. They, um, they went in. And, but you could hear... We were 20 miles from Iraq mm-hmm. at one place, um, and we we're still doing shows in and out and around, so right. it, was, it was a little hectic. Yeah. It was a little... Were you doing those, just set up a, not even a stage, just stand up in um, front of a bunch of 10 people well, type they shows? Had little, yeah, we did it like in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. We just kind of went in, okay, here, because we didn't want to be outside right. uh, for security purposes, um, but we could hear bombs. We could hear the planes <laughs> taking off, and, right. you know. Hey, so it's good to be here. And nothing, you don't need Viagra after that, man, because I swear you are just. I bet you're just. Hey, listen, I've played paintball. I know how I feel after a paintball, so I completely understand how our military. Well, the next tour we're looking at is uh, Iraq. Yeah. Um, Just for the fun of it, because they've already, we pulled out of Iraq, so we took everything down. And now we're we are advising them. So we were doing some shows in Iraq, mm-hmm. but it's a little hardship. We're staying in tents, eating MREs. Right, right. And I try and do a couple tours every year for the troops. It's just yeah. Right. How many have you done? Guesstimate. Oh, um, ninety two is when I started. So I oh, try wow. and go over at least a couple times a year. Wow, I didn't know. There've been do it like that long. one or two years where I actually I wasn't able to put mm-hmm. a tour together. So at least ninety two. Just two, uh, it's 2015. Yeah, somewhere. I don't know. A <laughs> so lot. So you do a Don, lot. You do Don Barnhart tours, entertainment tours. Yeah. And, but you do other people, like Comics uh, on Duty, right? Comics or, on Duty, Ar- uh, USO, uh, Armed, Armed Force Entertainment. entertainment. Uh, I'll book stuff directly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, USO used to do a lot of comedy tours uh, before the war. When mm-hmm. the war started, then every chucklehead came out. I want to do something for the troops, right. but I don't want to go to Afghanistan and Iraq. I'll <laughs> go to Germany. So it really left... It, it's I, it's a love-hate relationship because we need entertainment for the men and women sure. to support this country. And yet at the same time, a lot of these, these just... Can we swear? Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, these motherfuckers. <laughs> I swear, these cockheads that just want the exposure, all of a sudden come out of the woodwork. Look at me. I'm overseas for the troops. Right. And then they, they run back home. They never want to go to a hot zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always go, well, I'll go when you go to Greece, or I'll go, you know. <laughs> I got one guy, well, I can't take any helicopters or fly. Uh, could, could I do the one in Hawaii? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> really, you go Hawaii. fuck yourself. <laughs> Seriously, I'm so sick and tired of uh, like I said, I'm. Uh, let me have some more coffee. Yeah, let's get you pumped up on caffeine. Hey, That's dogs and cats need. are pretty, aren't they? <laughs> That's what we need. We, um, we need you more I went coffee. to join the military when I was 18, and they were oh, really? closed. Uh, the the, mil- the recruiter, not the military. Okay. And <laughs> as I, I was, they were, cl- they were yeah. closed for Christmas, the military. They were. Yeah. <laughs> 
As politicians take holidays, <laughs> our military should be able to, shouldn't they? Yes. So I skateboarded home, uh, and I passed the Comedy Magic Club. There's a Help Wanted sign down in Hermosa Beach. I got a job there. Oh, that's right. And I always swore I'd do something for the troops if I made a living in stand-up. And in 92, I was backpacking through... I'm in Amsterdam, whatever. Okay. You don't need all the details. <laughs> um, and I saw a USO sign, so I started doing stuff back then. I went to Bosnia and, mm -hmm. and some of those fun places. And, oh, very cool. And I've been doing it ever since. So it's it's a, it's a commitment for me. Yeah. Now, yeah. how hard is it to, because you book your own tours, how hard is it to, is it difficult to book your tools, tours through the military? I mean, how many channels do you have to go through? Well, it's all, it comes down to funding. Mm -hmm. So if you um, could get someone to fund, uh, a corporation to underwrite it, we could leave tomorrow night. Oh, really? Yeah. Again, I've been doing it so long, so I've got clearance. I've got security clearance to be able to go and produce tours. Oh, wow. Now, Armed Force Entertainment, they have a very limited budget. Every year, they're allocated X amount of dollars for mm -hmm. each region. They could only do so much. So they split between bands, uh, magic show for the kids, face painting, mm -hmm. comedy tours, whatever. And they've got to stretch their money. So they're trying to get people to volunteer or at least do what we call an honorarium. Mm -hmm. They underwrite it. They give you a couple bucks for your dinner and they cover the transportation. Now, if we could get, say, Oakley or Starbucks or somebody to come on board, produce a tour, we could be over there tomorrow, oh, as wow. I said. So, um, but the logistics of going over there, the security you have to go through is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That's why if you go through, say, USO or Armed Force Entertainment, uh, it's there's a lot of paperwork. And not everybody can go. Right. Not everybody, if you've done things in the past or you have associations. Not everybody at this table can go to Canada. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, really? You and Kevin Meany. <laughs> <laughs> now, who was on the show? Oh, Kyle Kinane got booted out of Canada mm. for his DUI. They won't let you in Canada if you have a DUI now. Mm. But it's weird. It's not like they search everyone. It's like if it pops up. Right. Yeah. And that's fine. Who wants to go to Canada? I, I know. I mean, it's it's a nice place. Not where I was. Yeah? No. Oh. Oh. Outside Calgary in Okotoks. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I won't go into that bitch fest. My poor listeners have listened to me bitch about oh, really? that for two and a half years, uh, the, man. The Medford of <laughs> oh, Calgary? Only if it was Medford. As a matter of fact, there was somebody in the audience from Calgary last night, and I almost ran off on Okotoks. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I'm like, eh, I'll bite my tongue on that. Uh, yeah, fine. <laughs> But you go to Iran. I mean, Iraq. Iraq. Yeah. I mean, oops. oops. <laughs> Faux pas. Well, we might be. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> can't tell you where the tours go. And that's the thing. Sometimes on the tours, we could talk about where we've been. We can't talk about where we're going because mm -hmm. we go to some very secure locations and we get to see a lot of stuff that yeah. uh, um, many people are not privy to. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I've heard stories on this show. I've We've experienced some stuff most people, you know, a lot of people aren't privy to also, but I've, I've, I've managed to avoid being shot at and all that noise, but awesome. I've heard, <laughs> I've, I've read stories on the show and my listeners have just, you know, last week, as a matter of fact, who was it? Drake with him? Oh, Drake. Yeah. He goes overseas quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, comics on duty. Yeah. And, him and yeah. Steve Maison just got, literally got bombed, not got drunk, but got bombed yeah. where the walls were crumbling and stuff. I've seen their acts. <laughs> Blee, ladies, give it to my well, brother. There's about. a hairy guy at the pool. Oh, uh, no, those guys. I'm guy. and and when guys go overseas, I'm so honored. You know, it, it's part of us. It's what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, we're able to make a living using the freedom of speech. Ironically, when we go over there, 
Some of the bases we will get uh, slapped down with a list of things we can and cannot say. Oh, that's going to be my next question. Oh, censorship is alive and well. Oh, it, yeah. it, if it's booked through the military, mm-hmm. they have a certain obligation to put a honorable show representing America. Right. So no sex, race, religion, politics, oh, uh, no fast. genderizing. Oh, yeah. And that's the short list. Right. Um. And again, I understand the theory behind it is they don't want to make fun of a race or a religion or mm-hmm. a gender, but there's a very fine line. It's one thing if you go over and you're just bashing someone for their belief system. Right. It's another thing to poke out the uh, idiosyncrasies, sure. the the stupidity. And that's what Seinfeld was talking about in his big blog. Chris Rock, the same thing. Colleges, they're too politically correct. Mm-hmm. And it's not that uh, colleges aren't Aware and it's great to be passionate or compassionate about uh, minorities and mm-hmm. and people in general, but to have this blanket white flag of you can't talk about anything, right. shut up. That's yeah, bullshit. And the colleges, literally, they've given me a list before. Don't talk about sex, drugs, music, gender, blah blah blah, but race. You know. So what's left? Balloon animals. Right. Well, it's <laughs> got to be a generically squeak, you know squeak 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 squeak. squeak, squeak. <laughs> so these. Everybody's, oh, I must defend everybody. Well, you know, it's okay. Stupid people are stupid. But I can understand that in the military, though. <clears throat> I can understand. Well, first of all, I can understand the most of the speeches I get, and I think we talked about this last week, are uh, stay away from abusing, like, material about abusing women and sure. sexual stuff like common that. Common sense. Yeah, common right. sense anyway, but also in the military because they have a problem with that. But also... Right. If you're going to be the douchebag to go into a hot zone and preach why we shouldn't be there, fuck you. You're, you're an, an idiot. idiot. <laughs> you're right? an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they, they can't make fun of the president based on one of the things they signed because right. that's part of their corporate sure. policy. I understand that. We can, although we're asked to be aware of it. Right. You know? Um, and that's fine. I understand that. But uh, a couple of years ago, Mitch Fatal, funny comic, love yeah, Mitch. Really funny. Yeah. Love Mitch. Um he did a joke. Uh, we were all asked to not do jokes about sexual harassment because sexual harassment and rape is very high in the military. Right. Most military guys are wonderful, outstanding, honorable young men and and women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are some douchebags in there that are doing some bad things. So sure. it's getting a lot of exposure. So we're said, no sexual harassment jokes. He does a joke. I'm so nerdy. The only way to get my wife to sleep with me is to put something in her drink. Well, that's mm-hmm. a date rape joke. And one colonel just went fucking ape shit over it and made a big thing, shut the whole program down. Oh, wow. I should I should have taken the mic out of his hand. And Well, Mitch was wrong for doing that. Sure. Although he did three or four shows, no problem. This one show, he chose to do that, and the colonel had a bug up his ass. Mm-hmm. So we made this big stink, and now... The comedy programs got shut down for a while. And they had to vet every comic that was coming through. They had to look at all the material. They made an announcement. If you were offended by anything the comedian says on stage, come up, tap the tour manager on the shoulder. They will turn off his mic and remove the act immediately. Jeez. So you don't give that kind of pressure out. The shows aren't mandatory. Right. But it's sort of a quid pro quo. You know, we have to work together. Don't be that far. He didn't have to do the joke. Sure. And the colonel was a shithead for going, hey, look at me, moral majority, fuck off. You know what? You work for us, and you're defending the freedom of speech, so you should just shut up, defend the freedom of speech, and don't judge what that freedom is. So we go back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I Uh, I see both sides. Yeah. But again, it's like I would... 
I would happily comply in the mil- I happily comply in the military situation. Yeah, you I mean, know, if I want to go and, and do I do as well. president stuff here tonight, I'm going to do it. You know, do it at a comedy club. Yeah, do it at a comedy club where they're free to leave. Not yeah, not where your boss is the president. And I, here's a problem I hear from comics. Well, you're censoring me, dude. You're you're holding my artistic creativity. Yeah, you're fucking dick joke. Okay, if you can't write a better joke, I hate that person. I, don't I know do. Who that is, but I hate him. Yeah. And here's <laughs> here's how we reply. If you got hired to do the Tonight Show or Conan, mm-hmm. you have to do your material within the box sure. of no product uh, uh, slander mm-hmm. because of sponsors and no dirty material mm-hmm. because it's on network TV. Can you do that? That makes you a better comic. Doesn't mean you can't be a dirty, raw, edgy comic, which, hey, I love dirty jokes. Sure. I'm not saying you got to be squeaky clean, but but when people get so stupid, I don't like extremism. Mm-hmm. Nothing is all or never to me. Right. You know? Um, I'm a Democrat when it comes to my freedom. I'm a Republican when it comes to my taxes. I'm sure. pro-choice. I'm anti-abortion. I eat chocolate chip cookies, but I dunk them in non-fat milk. <laughs> I believe in the freedom of speech, but I think most people should shut the fuck up. Right. So yes. that's my little rant. Yeah. No, I mean, even uh, I had a joke rejected off uh, Ferguson uh, because they didn't want to do religious material. And uh, it was just about my dad being a preacher, me being a preacher's kid. And, but and you, uh, you don't do, we can't do religion. And I mean, it was nothing... There was nothing bad about. I was. How does that joke go? It was on my first album. Uh, my my dad was a preacher. Everybody always thinks, "Oh wow, you, you must have a weird childhood growing up." And I said, "No, my childhood's just as normal as everybody else's, except I didn't get as many toys as you guys got because my rewards are waiting for me in heaven." Oh yeah, I love that joke. That's a great joke. Sorry, I can't do it. Boom. Can't and it's a, it. here's the thing. That joke's Ron about Ferguson. you. It's not talking about any specific religion. Yeah, yeah. You're not bashing a religion, but they chose because it's network. To be so conservative, well, look where that show is. <laughs> you know. Gone. But he's gone, so, <clears throat> you know, it's because, and that could be why that show's gone, too, is because if they're going to pull those punches. Yeah. <laughs> I never do jokes on this show. I don't know. I felt weird doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's to me, but I love jokes, man. I that's know, a but great... it's, I, I, we don't do bits on this show. You know, no, we don't. Just... Oh, sh- can we go back and edit well, some I, of those? I, I, I won't say which one were yours. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I've, I've known you for so long. <laughs> then, one, hey, dogs and cats, <laughs> you know, my wife. So the, the, I got to tell the story. Um, okay. You know, you go on the road. Mm-hmm. These are road stories. Mm-hmm. So you go do radio. Oh, I have a sticker for you, by the way. Oh, a sticker for yes. me. Wow. <laughs> Left I my shirts am. at home. Uh, do we do tattoos? Can we shave it in my chest? Um, I would, yes. That would be awesome. I, road I, stories. I, yeah, get a picture. I'll put it on my Facebook page. Um, so uh, we go do these radio shows all the time. And DJs are the worst. They don't pay attention. They're busy. Bells oh, yeah. and whistles. Hong Kong. Waka, waka, waka. So the guy goes, uh, so I'm going to lead you in to talk about relationships. I go, all right, cool. Uh, he goes, uh, so uh, um, you're, uh, yeah, are you single or married? I go, well, I used to be married. I realized there were having problems when my wife started dating again. Mm-hmm. He goes, wow, that sounds very uh, difficult. <laughs> I go, yeah, it was. He goes, so uh, what did you do about that? And I go, I wrote a joke. He goes, <laughs> he goes well, I'd love to hear that. And I go, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we'll be right back after this. I Man, uh, Ray, don't. Don't set me up. Just let's talk in yeah. radio. That's how I like to do it. I'll eventually work stuff in, you know, yeah. but I don't want to... Sort of off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. So to speak. Yeah. And I did, yeah. I did a couple of morning radio shows a couple of weeks ago, and the one with the girl, Katrina, she was awesome because she didn't... The other guy was like, so, Murray, you're at uh, the comedy club tonight, and then would turn and like type on his... Right. He's not paying of, attention yeah. to what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just set my dick on fire. That's fabulous. And that'll be at 8 o'clock <laughs> and 10.30. Uh, traffic on the 405 is looking a little rough. <laughs> so, Murray, I hear you're uh, into playing pool or whatever. 
Yeah, they're, they're you know, yeah. they're that's just a, filling air. That's why I like uh, my format of this. Just right. riff and rant. rant riff and riff. Rant and riff. I guess. Oh, More that's ranting a, than riffing, I guess. That should be the name of your new uh, show. Rant and riff? Rant and riff. It <laughs> rant and riff with Murray Valeriano. <laughs> So if you're looking to sponsor uh, a comedy surf tour, uh, (laughs) please visit DonBarnhart.com. Wait a second, what? And uh, I will contact Murray (laughs) to see if he's available. (laughs) Uh, Saying that, Comics on Safari will be in San Diego at the La Jolla Comedy Store June 25th. San Diego, rally, let's go. This is our first time in San Diego. We want to pack it out. Now, when you do the comics, what is it? The comics? On Safari. On safari, mm-hmm. uh, do you actually go surfing, or oh, is yeah. it, do you just go down and do the show? No, and- man, and uh, we're taking the condo that night, and we're going to get up and surf, uh, either drive up to Trestles and surf the next morning, or just stay in San Diego and surf there at La Jolla. And what day was this? <laughs> when are you in town? I... You're the 19th. The 19th? We're the I, following week. I could... Uh, no, I'm in Colorado Springs. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, Looney's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You I ever want to come out there? Really? Yeah. Colorado Springs is nice. There's not a lot of money there. But, but NORAD's there. But the gig, if you don't mind featuring for me when I do my hypno show, you just gotta push the buttons for the sound cue. Oh, really? That's that's a requirement. <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta My features gotta push cue? the buttons, man. You don't trust the sound guys or nobody really has a sound guy anymore. Really? So I hijack the whoever's opening or uh-huh. featuring because I do a two act show, so they push the buttons for me. Because uh, and the the club's happy because then they can go sell drinks, you right? Know? Right. Because there's nothing worse than a comedy club that uh, you know they're they're trying to run food out and then they're trying to do your sound cues. Yeah, and, sure. You know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. There are few there are few clubs nowadays that actually have a sound guy. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, the Improv still does comedy. Yeah, Magic Club does. Uh, yeah. Um, Ice House does. Ice House. All the improvs do actually. Yeah, yeah. All, but that's what I meant. When I say one improv, I meant all of them. I was just thinking of the ones locally. But they, they, they model their clubs after the Comedy Magic Club. There's mm-hmm. always a sound video person. Somebody was always in the booth. Right. You know, but these the road clubs are just it's it's a different yeah. ball game. You know, it's usually a mom pop operation. Sure. And Looney's is great. It's uh we pack the club, I'm there about five times a year. Oh nice. So I rotate my feature acts. Nice. Two person show. Yeah. Yeah. What's the uh, yeah. opener do you go up do twenty? Um 30? Yeah, about 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. Depends if you're funny. <laughs> you know, like I'll take different guys with me. Keith Lyle, mm-hmm. uh, he's been out with me, you know, and kind of worked his material out. And now he's he's a solid feature act. Okay. You know, when he started, he was just doing 10 to 15. Now he's doing a solid 25 to 30. So. Oh, nice. And then, uh, but I rotated around. So, yeah. Yeah. How weird was that? Was that a weird transition into hypnotism? Uh, not really. No? Uh, I've been putting people to sleep for years. Hey, hey oh, thank you. I'm here all at the pool. Oh. Hey, a couple, uh, people, a couple people filling out their oh, yeah. suits down there. Uh, they are I am creepy out. guy up in the you night floor. You are kind of the creepy. He's, you know, a lot of times you make eye contact when you do an interview. I'm just sitting here looking at the walls while Murray's looking out the window. You know? <laughs> I'm going to close this curtain. <laughs> he's we- the sad thing, he's wearing like a wife beater and, and a Speedo. So for the interview, I, I, I make I sense. I right but, in at this place, man. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> I just, I, like, I'm, I, every time I come to Vegas, like, I still hold Vegas in high regard. I know it's not. I know it's great. It's, it, it's, it's not, awesome. But it's not the entertainment mecca it used to be. But nobody is. Nobody. Everything's changed. Yeah. Everything's changed. You but know. I, I still. I still hold it like it's Vegas, man. I'm, I'm performing in Vegas as much as I hate twiddling my thumbs all day on well, the road. Right. But it's still Vegas, and it's the improv, and I love it. And there's a lot to do in this town. Like yeah. we live here. We we came here 11 years ago. On a fluke, we go, well, we'll sell our place in L.A. Mm-hmm. And we'll give it a shot, and we'll, we'll stay a year, and we'll leave. 
And we love it. Yeah. We absolutely love it. Yeah, there's great restaurants, things to do. If you get off the strip, I mean, sure. you wouldn't live at Disneyland if you lived in Anaheim, <laughs> right? You would live on Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a really cool town. There's a lot to do. Great mm. shows, great restaurants. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, right now the club scene is really big. That's, mm-hmm. you know, let's go get drunk. And the day clubs, these pool. I'm surprised they don't charge here at the pool. Yeah. There's one of the few hotels that, that don't. But They don't even check your key here. Wow. I, w- I walked across to the Mirage the other day. I wanted That's, to go into the dolphin right. exhibit. And they're like $15. Right. I'm like, fuck you. I see dolphins every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought I'd go to the pool. And they're like, you got to have a key. So I came back here. Yeah. That's why we have uh, ropes around our pool at the <laughs> house. So if you were to come up to the house, you know, you have yeah. to. And your do... features also has to run the. run the <laughs> has to run the sound <laughs> for the, the, sound for the for pool, pool parties and outside. The gate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm just I'm like and I know I, I people bitch about airplanes like this and I'm, what I'm about to say people are like you know fucking show up in flip flops and, and shorts I'm like yeah we'll treat us better and we'll dress up like we used to right man I feel that way about Vegas like they it's, it's Friday and Saturday night in the club flip flops cutoffs cut off sleeves like nobody dresses up to go out no they don't no but this town has also gotten to the point the corporate people. You know, uh, they charge you for everything. You sneeze, here's a handkerchief, that'll be $5, yeah. sir. You know, they've over, overcharged for drinks at some of the places. Oh, the, yeah. the, corporate, the corporate mentality on everywhere across America is what's killing America. Yeah. They forgot that it's service first. You take care of the customer. Again, they used to give away the shows as a lost leader, so then they'd fill up the casino. Mm-hmm. And they wonder why the casinos aren't full anymore. Well, the shows aren't making any money. Yeah, but that got people in. Then they go play a little bit, have a few drinks. They spend the night there, but you know they're nickel and diamond everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my first time in Vegas, I drove out here in the early '90s. Was still oh. still ninety nine cent trip cocktails. You know, you could get a hotel for fifteen bucks. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could get everything comped. Uh, a few hotels are trying to do that again. Yeah, they're trying to bring it back, but. Let's I still think. go back to that Don Rickles documentary. Uh, <sighs> what was it, Mister Me? I forget what it's called. <laughs> but um, oh, Bob Newhart, Mister Nice Guy, the okay. nicest yeah, guy yeah, in the yeah, business. Yeah. So I think somebody somebody described Bob Newhart as so nice he gets out of the shower to pee. I think somebody. Said wow, that. <laughs> it might have been Rickles wow. who said that. <laughs> but uh, but uh, that's awesome. Bob Newhart. They're talking about the heyday of Vegas here in, in the seventies and stuff, in, in sixties and seventies, and he's in Bob Newhart, the nicest, clean cut guys. Like, say what you want about the boys, meaning the mob, but right. they knew how to run a town. <laughs> they certainly did, man. There, you had to dress up to come to shows. Mm-hmm. You had the lounge was the show, not just the theater right. or the club. Well, everybody here, and even the, even the rooms. If you want a room in Vegas, you could buy your way in. Yeah, and and a lot of people do, and then they're gone three months later. Oh, really? Yeah, they come in, they buy a room, then they're gone. So explain that to the listeners. Uh, it's called four walling. So basically, um, they said they're not in the entertainment business here. They said they're in the room rental business. So if you want a showroom, say you want to go to uh, one of the hotels here. They mm-hmm. have a, th- a big showroom. If you want to pay the fee, you can rent the room. It's your room for an hour and a half a night. You sell tickets, you're on your own. Oh, But all the ticket people here in town what they do all these half off tickets what they've done is it's kind of like groupon mm-hmm. you can put on a groupon for $50 oh it's half off so it's only $25 and then the way groupon makes their money they split that 25 with you so you're only making $15 a ticket mm-hmm. so that what's happened in vegas all these half off places and these 
ticket brokers, oh, get half off shows. They've just inflated the ticket price to $100. You're getting it for $50. Right, oh, right. boy, you're saving money. But if you go right up, you could probably get in for 25 right at the door. Sure. Just because there are all these little – it's just gotten to be such a joke. Uh-huh. So um, I could start Murray Valeriano Comedy Club. You could. I, I go to – the Palms. I'll go to the Palms. Uh, All right, I'll go the Palms. Yeah. I got a little theater there. You could rent one of the rooms I there. I could say, I would like this room for an hour, and then I was like, all right, it's going to be 1500 bucks a night. Yeah, something like and that. I shell that yeah. out. And yeah. then I just, what, I just work it however I want to work it to make you the money back. You work it, yeah. The problem is you don't... It sounds horrible. <laughs> it's awful. Because <laughs> you don't get any of the drinks, so unless you sure. have the bar, you and this is how comedy clubs made their money, is they pay for the room on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and mm. you know they just give away tickets. People go. They got their two-drink minimum. They're making enough money, so they don't really care. Sure. Uh, unless you have the bar, you're just off the door. So even if you paper the room, mm. and, and this is what people are doing here in town, and this is... Uh, you know, I had my show. We kind of did this as well. Um is it here's a $30 ticket, it's a free ticket, but there is a $5 service fee. Oh, okay. So you're getting a free ticket, you still got to pay $5. Sure. So if I got 500 people into the room with a free ticket, $5, the, you know, the, yeah, that's I, it adds you know, up. That's not a ticket master. Everybody you know? does that. It's, yeah. It's all, it's a convenience fee, it's whatever, right. convenience charge, right. it's right. It's all. Right, Bullshit so to get money in. So and, but if nothing. you go down to the strip, people are just flooding the strip now with free tickets. Free, go see so and so. Go see this act, that act. Then you get to the club. Then they, well, would you like to upgrade? Because those are the last rows. Would you like <laughs> oh, to move closer? Nice. Then it's an extra ten dollars, an extra, you know. And they get you. They get you. Oh, that's I never heard that one. That's oh yeah, there's. A, but there are all kinds of ways to get deals in this town too. Sure. So oh, you gotta know somebody who knows somebody <laughs> who knows somebody. Oh, that's a good one. Free tickets. Yeah. Oh, but then I'm gonna have to do that. The safari show on next. Yeah, next free tickets. Thursday. Free tickets. But there's a you know but small you want, service fee if you want in the showroom. <laughs> right. You yeah, it's a free ticket to the club. <laughs> but if you want to be in the showroom, or if you want to be in the VIP section, then it's an extra upgrade. Right. So the VIP section. Yeah, there's one what guy. Is this, the Hollywood Bowl. Oh God, there was one guy. <laughs> the one theater in town. It was like the balcony, like fucking shitty seats so those are the free tickets so you go in and you'd have that whole section filled but the whole front the whole down sit <laughs> nobody would be down there you know so the whole floor that's hilarious yeah. i uh speaking of the vip treatment they used to get i went i i didn't sneak in but i was went in to see rita redner's show oh, last yeah. night right after the How show was that? she was it was Rita Rudner. Yeah, she's solid. It was she's, exactly yeah. what I thought it would be. And that's not a good thing or a bad thing. Right. It's it, Rita Rudner. It was Rita yeah. Rudner. She does her yeah. thing. And um, I felt so old school Vegas because uh, I walk in and I, I go to the door lady. I'm like, excuse me, uh, I'm the comedian at the... She's like, I know. Would you like to see the show? I'm like, yeah, but just for a few minutes. She's like, okay, follow me. She like took me by the hand wow. with a little flashlight, walked me down into the front, put me in a booth. Oh, all the way to the front. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. four oh, rows yeah, yeah. and then the first fr- yeah. booth into the booth, put me down. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. She went away. She came back. She brought me a bottle of water. Wow. Uh, thing. We got to get you something to drink. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to be Wow. Felt very, v- felt very VIP last night. Uh, did you tip her? No, I didn't have my wallet. <laughs> I felt Such so bad. A dick. I felt so <laughs> wow. bad. I have to tip her tonight. Right. I, I, yeah. Everything was in the green room because <laughs> I was running over. And then, uh, did you leave your pants in the green room too so they don't get wrinkled? <laughs> keep them hanging up until yeah, showtime. I do that with my shirt. Um, but the, another comic, Michael Palisak, who's on the show yeah. with me, uh, he was following behind me. So I'm like, all right, when he sits down next to me, I'll just borrow five bucks off him. Yeah. And he didn't come in. So I have to tip her tonight. Yeah, no, you got to do that. Yeah, That's- I'm all about. 
What is that great uh, Steve Martin line from My Blue Heaven? It's not tipping I believe in. It's over tipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I've been, uh, I've been here when people got called out. They go, oh, I got 10 people coming in, and they don't tip the doorman. It's like, yeah. Oh, really? That ain't going to happen twice. Yeah. Yeah, you lose your perks. So yeah, it's just customary to take care of people. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I, no, I felt really bad yeah. about that. So I have to tip her tonight. Hopefully she's there. Watch she like went on vacation. Right now I'm gonna have bad now she, karma. she's out. Now of if her. I when I sit down to a table, I'm never right. gonna win because I didn't tip her. Right. She's you know she's had to go get another job because <laughs> no one's tipping her. <laughs> Reed Rudner packed. Oh yeah. Well, it's packed. George Wallace when he was here, he was packed. He just did ten years, so he wrapped it up. Yeah. He was doing road and TV now. And same thing. It's a different thing. It's it's also it's a it's a show. Mm-hmm. It's a celebrity show. Yeah. Where sometimes. Uh, I think the comedy clubs have they forgot what made them. Mm-hmm. When you and I started, I think it was kind of the same. It, you went to see comedy, just you didn't know who was going to be there. Mm-hmm. It was just going to be you're gonna, you know you're going to laugh. It was going to be a quality show. And what happened? The comedy clubs got so top heavy for a while that they just started booking any chuckle nut mm-hmm. that had ten minutes, and all of a sudden he's a headliner. So what happened is people stopped going to the clubs. They see it on TV and they see bad comedy on TV let's say like a contest show mm-hmm. that they have a bunch of comics on there. Some are very, very good, mm-hmm. solid headliners. And then some are some weird freak that was in line that they put in because they're controversial sure. or they're weird looking or they're just, they've got an attitude and people think that's comedy and they go, well, I'm not going to pay to go see, waste my night to go see some fucking two minute hack. Right. Uh, and so comedy clubs have kind of they died out again, and mm-hmm. then, but on the road, I've noticed uh, people are laughing. People are going out to clubs. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, they want to see good comedy. Uh, so if you have a celebrity headliner, sometimes those celebrities aren't necessarily funny. Mm-hmm. So you know, you take your, I don't know, say a kid that was on a sitcom on Saturday morning, and now he's a specialty act. Right. Uh, oh, come see so and so. Belcher from you know who stole the banana <laughs> right right and uh, I loved uh, who stole the banana every yeah it was great morning. who stole the banana every Saturday morning. and they go see the show they pay their twenty five dollars a ticket and they're disappointed they go this show sucks right and the club doesn't care because they made their money sure so unfortunately that's happened so much but people doesn't happen that much I can think of four maybe off the top yeah. of my head that still are still doing it yeah they're there I think when. It's a disservice, though, to comedy because oh, I, 100%. people that normally wouldn't go to a comedy club will go see that show and think, well, this sucks. I'm never going to come back and see John Q. No-name comedian. Right. They won't give him the chance. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'll say this, and we've said this a lot on this show. Yeah. Um, how many times have you, when you're selling merch or just glad-handing at the end of a show, have somebody say, oh, my God, this is the first time I've ever been to a comedy club. This All is great. All the time. All the time. Yeah. So they're... There are hundreds and hundreds of people who have never been to a comedy club. There's a whole new generation out there. There's going to be somebody coming to our show tonight and your show tonight who have never been to a comedy club before, I bet. I'm sure of it. And that's what's great. Yeah. Because it gets it out there. Um, Because I think comedy is the last place you can actually say things on stage and have a point of view Mm -hmm. uh, that's not Nancy Grace or, or... Rush fuck nuts or whatever right, right. that guy's name is. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's fuck nuts. Fuck nuts. Yeah, Rush, yeah, Rush. They, yeah they changed it at Ellis yeah. Island. They did. <laughs> oh, right, because it's easier to spell. Yeah, yeah. Limburger. Uh, Gary Shanley used to come in Comedy Magic Club all the time when I worked there. On a Tuesday, he'd come in, do two and a half hours. Nice. Painful. <laughs> oh, my God. He would look at notes. He'd throw a couple old jokes in. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, Wednesday night. 
tighten up. He, he would record every show on a cassette. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the show, I'd hand him his cassette. Here's the show. Come back the next night, a little tighter. Next Friday night, boom, 45, killer wow. A material. Saturday night, killer A material. Just unbelievable. But he worked on it, and that's sure. that's what we do. People don't realize we're kind of a, a work in progress. Yeah, a constant work in progress, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Um, what was, I was going to ask you one other question. I forget what it was. What time is it? It's, uh, oh. it's time for another coffee break <laughs> after these commercial messages. It's time to check on the pool. Yes. <laughs> so uh, answering your other question yes. about hypnosis. Oh, yes. I got into hypnosis to get over my own stage fright, personal addictions, and negative thought patterns and behaviors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's just kind of something I did. Then um, about 10 years ago, I started, uh, I was doing cruise ships, doing my stand-up there. And there were off nights. I go, well, I could put a hypnosis show together. I did an improv show because I went to Second City, so uh-huh. I was kind of back my background. Sure. And, oh, we did improv one night. You and yeah, I. yeah, yeah. I love to get uh, Sunday if you're not doing anything. Uh, I have an improv class here at Vegas oh, yeah. uh, every Sunday from three to six p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll do a showcase at the end of the month with my stand-up comedy class I teach. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so they, we'll do a stand-up showcase and an improv showcase. But oh, if you're not cool. doing anything, oh, maybe I'll swing by. You know, if you're up by 3 p.m. <laughs> no, on no, Sunday. No, I'll be looking. <laughs> on Sunday. Oh, Sunday after the big party. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. I got to teach a class. So. Oh, so yeah. So you're not doing much. I, um, so I don't do much. Um, I haven't seen your hypnotist show. I, know I don't think, it, actually. I hypnotize you to not remember. Oh, okay. Maybe. Oh, so I could have seen yes, it. Yes. You, you were actually in the show. How hard is how are, I've I've opened for uh, a few hypnotists in my day. Um, how hard is it to weed out the... The people, because you have to weed out your volunteers, right? Yeah, you do. Like, uh, I don't think that's a secret, is it? No. Okay. No, you weed out. You're looking for the best. Yeah. Um, depends on the venue. Like when I do a big show, I'll have 20 chairs up mm-hmm. there, and I usually keep 20 people. You oh, know, that's good. That's uh, good. sometimes I'll whittle down at 18, yeah, 16. You know, for the most part, people that want to volunteer want to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they play by the rules, it'll happen. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then I'll dismiss them. And some people, they go, no, nah, I'm just not. Oh, my friend brought me up here. So you could see those people. Sure. People that volunteer and then they're, they're they, I need you to close your eyes for a moment. No, they're not going to close their eyes. Well, they're going to be fucking out of there. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the most part. But Yeah. I have, I've sat yeah. in the back and watched, watched them and just, you can just, and maybe it's just from my experience of, of you, seeing the yeah. shows. I'm like, he's gone. He's going to go. Yeah, he's that gonna, guy, that guy. Go. Yeah. He's going to go. Yeah. Anyone who walks up with an attitude and a beer. Yeah, and you know, you know, rule number one: no drinks on stage. Can I bring my beer? <laughs> no. I had a guy uh, needs you to close your eyes. Nope, not going to happen. I think, why the fuck did you volunteer? Get off my stage! Right, go, bye bye. I uh, literally, some lady, drunk women are the worst because mm-hmm. no, I'm going to be hypnotized. <laughs> oh God, you have to leave the stage, ma'am. No. <laughs> I'm pretty. People look at me. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. I want to be a guy. Any real problems with uh, people? Uh, Other than that? No real problems. Um, I had a, a lady from the Air Force recently on a show, and I put her out, and everybody was kind of doing their things. You know, oh, they're playing the band. They're in a band. They're It's hot. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't do anything. I went back, and I kind of checked, looked at her pulse, make sure she she's really deep. I kind of brought her up. I said, I'm going to bring you out for a minute. You know, if you'd like, you can stay here. You don't have to do anything. Just go relax. Go back to your happy place. Mm-hmm. Work on positive things. Because I try to make my show empowering. And um, so I put her back down. 45 minutes, she just st- sat there. Really? And after the show, I asked her. She goes, well, 
I'd been in Iraq for four years. She goes, it's the first chance I really had a chance to rest and relax because, and this, I do a lot of stuff with PTSD. So my Mm -hmm. hypnosis product are all online and downloads and whatnot. Uh, personal power, stop smoking, pain management, blah, 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 blah. Um, but the thing I do with PTSD is to help them relax because when we train our military to go in, they're always at alert. They're never sleeping. They sleep with one eye open. Right. So by relaxing her, I taught her techniques. She could actually go into a deep restful state and, uh, I got an email from her a couple months after. She goes, thank you so much because uh, she bought my CD, mm-hmm. and now it's helping her to be able to, you know, oh, just not be on alert 24-7. Sure. And that, that's kind of the hardest thing. Nothing really, no crazy stuff, okay. you know. I had a guy throw up on himself. That's crazy. You know, but that happens. <laughs> oh, wow, nasty. He really? was drunk. Yeah, he was drunk. Oh, he was already drunk. On stage no. or in the audience? Oh uh, no! Uh, on stage, so oh. he just—it wasn't projectile. He just went. Oh. So he just—I go. I need you to wake up yeah. and lift your shirt up and carry that right off stage. Oh man! Oh, and I made everybody else think that uh, roses were blooming. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, you sure. know that's a great thing you can play with scents and smells. Oh, that's and, cool. I didn't know you could play with yeah. smell. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I make people think they're smelling pot all the time. <laughs> they're like, oh, my God, my mouth is watering after the show. Uh, there's a running theme today. I'm doing a lot of stuff with um, <laughs> uh, recovery centers now, too. Oh, yeah? Like uh, NA and AA. I just mm-hmm. did a big roundup in Laughlin doing a couple shows? weeks ago. Yeah, doing so, a hypnosis show cool. with volunteers. And then I teach them a, a positive affirmation technique mm-hmm. they can use to supplement their recovery program. I remember I did uh, uh, an AA meeting. Yeah. And um, it was like a big celebration for a guy who had like 90 years or so, oh, wow. you know, like one of the, I know wow. like something like a 50 years or something like that. And we, and it was great. I love doing, uh, those rooms and doing like, Oh man, uh, there's a Karen Rontowski does that yeah. great one out in the Valley, uh, for uh battered women shelter or something like that. It, it's a great gig, but I remember this one gig, we stuck around and the guy gave his speech who was receiving his like hundred year pin or whatever. And he said, <laughs> what did he say? It was so, it was the funniest thing anybody said all night. He's like, you know, I've been sober for 50 years or whatever. And if I was to have a drink tonight, you would have to pin me down, tie my hands down, pry my jaw open and pour it in my throat. And if you're going to do that, could you make it a Jim Bean? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was the best line of the whole night, man. <laughs> I was booking a recovery center here in uh-huh. Vegas, uh, a weekly show. And it's great. The, the crowds are so appreciative. And I, and I teach that in one of my workshops is healing through humor. Mm-hmm. If you take your pain, which a lot of these people in recovery, all I've done in my life is taken all the bullshit that I've been through Find the funny in that and, and present it on stage. Mm-hmm. The absurdity, the ludicrousness. Ludicrousness? Ludicrousness? Yeah. He's a rapper. They were playing him earlier at the pool. Ludicrousness. <laughs> Ludicrousness. <laughs> Ludicrousness. All right. One last question. We got to wrap yes. it up. Have you ever had anything thrown at you on stage? Panties. What? Panties. You did not. Yeah. I was a good looking guy once. <laughs> uh, I, You know, a lady threw ice at me once. Ice? Yeah. She was drunk and yeah. being just... just an idiot. Who was, uh, was you think f- there was more ice being thrown at you on stage, but I don't think there's not. Not you, just us in, in general. general. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the most part, I think most crowds realize the person on stage is the person on stage. You can leave. You don't have to necessarily like or dislike the person. Mm-hmm. You're free to leave. So I don't like their opinion. I don't like their jokes. He'll be done the next guy comes on. So there's no reason to ever throw anything. 
there's no reason to come out unless that comic gets out into you and starts ripping you apart. Mm-hmm. I'm there as an audience to be entertained. So do your fucking act. Right. And I have a big problem with comics. Well, I fucking talk to the crowd. You know what? I didn't pay for you to talk to the crowd. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he does for a living. I don't care on CNN. I don't need Bob texting his opinion on what he thinks a news story is. Tell me the fucking news. Tell me your joke. We get out of here. Mm-hmm. Now, if the comic opens that door up, that's a different story. This lady happened to be just drunk, and mm-hmm. she wouldn't shut up. And everybody, she was like the boss. She had a big group party. I was featuring for Ross Schaefer at the time. Mm-hmm. I remember this specifically because Ross chewed me out after the show. And I'm doing everything I can. I'm fucking digging a hole, just trying to just – she won't shut up. Right, right. And I'm like, please, ma'am. I go, you know, nah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's ha, 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 because she's the boss and all her employees oh, are yeah. laughing at her and – so I start ripping her apart, and it gets really nasty, really hardcore, and I'm pulling every stock heckle line. Mm. Close your legs. I'm getting an echo. Right. Fuck you. You're a fag. Ma'am, I'd suck a dick if you were the, you know, just yeah. to avoid ever having to sleep with you. That's how disgusting you are. And it gets worse. It gets worse. And Ross Schaefer's off to the side just screaming, ah, waving, like, what are you doing? I go, I go, hey, you're the fucking headliner. Get a doorman to shut this bitch up. Don't yell at me. I'm fucking trying to do my time. You know, and he was a real clean act. So no. He was all pissy. So I, I wrap it up. I get off stage. The MC is about to. He, he, Ross is yelling at me. What the fuck are you doing, man? I'm a clean act. You could have shut her up. You had every right to get a doorman. Yeah. He didn't. So his karma paid him back. He gets on stage. She passes out and slides under the table. <laughs> <laughs> now there's like 18 people on these row tables. So now. They can't get to her. <laughs> they got to have 18 people get up, walk out, because they got to get her out right, from right. under the table. So Ross's show is just fucked at this point. <laughs> so I'm in the back like, dude, you could have solved this problem. Yeah. So for the answering your question, no, you know, uh, when I was young, you know, a couple, you know, I used to have long surfer blonde hair and. You know, I was kind of cute at one point. <laughs> and, uh, you know, girls were a little more promiscuous back then. Oh, yeah. Now it's with uh, Grinder and Tinder and all these swipe left and right. You know, it's, uh, I don't even know what the kids are doing nowadays. Seems uh, like the everybody's fucking everybody. The kids with their Tinder yeah. being by the pool and stuff. Yeah. Hey, Don, I want to thank you uh, so much for coming all this way. I want to thank you for coming to Vegas so I didn't have to drive down to L.A. <laughs> I would have got you when you get to the Ice House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not driving in L.A. In the, traffic. I've set up in the green room at the Ice House. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love uh, Sean over there. It's great. Oh, they're great. The Ice House is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so if you're listening to this, you want to come out and see me live and stage, back it up. Yeah. Are you doing your hypnosis show? Or no, I'm just doing my stand-up Okay, there. cool. Yeah. I'll have to, if I'm not working that night, I'll have to come see you. Yeah, please come do. Stop come by in. and say hi. Yeah. Denny Johnson is featuring for me. Who's Denny Johnson? Do I know Denny Johnson? Denny Johnson, the prop comic? No, no. Denny Johnson. Do I? I'm, I'm, I have to Google Oh, my. Him he was her. him? Him, yeah. Denny was huge in the 80s when I was a doorman. He oh, was, okay. It was Denny Johnson, Bruce Baum. Baby man, um, Bruce Baum. It was, uh, God, you know, Bill Kirkenbauer. Sure. Gallagher, you know. So uh, Denny's just been around forever. He's okay. a good guy. Yeah, he's funny, but. You live out here now? Nah, I think he's in L.A. Still. Okay, yeah. No, I don't know him. It seems like I know the name, but I think I know probably know five Denny Johnsons. Now that I think about it, there's Denny's and there's Howard Johnson. That's what I'm thinking of. Well, that's part of being on the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a blur. All right, DonBarnhart.com is that the deal? That's one of them. Yeah. All right. What else yeah. is there? Oh, there's ReferRendom.com. Okay. 
There's Las Vegas Comedy Institute.com, okay. Don Barnhart Entertainment.com, <laughs> Linda Vu.net. That's uh, your she, wife. She does women's self defense mm-hmm. for the military. Oh, great. Uh, and she does seminars around the world. Tell her I said hi. I, I will do. Yeah, time. she said she's, to say hi. She's a uh, sweet lady. She's busy uh, doing uh, maintenance for our dog. We have oh, a puppy, okay. so oh. I have to go home and. Try and take a nap. That's nice. I didn't get invited over. You're um, wa- you, dude, you're more than welcome. <laughs> if you get up, come over for lunch. <laughs> get we up. have a pool. It's 15 bucks. Pool. It's 15 bucks to get in. <laughs> Our chicks are hotter. Keith Lyle, Lyle's running the door. <laughs> yeah. And doing sound. <laughs> Denny Johnson's over there skimming. He's mixing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At Murray V on Twitter. Uh, MurrayValeriano.com. Uh, my album, Rusty Cow, is available on iTunes and Amazon on my website. Uh, and again, uh, uh, San Diego, uh, hit me up. Um, I got a few, few, I got a little bit of room on the guest list. So I know a lot of people have been hounding me to get down to San Diego with the safari show. It's going to be me, Graham Elwood, uh, Monty Franklin and Tim Lee. Uh, so, uh, hit me up on the Facebook page or via email and I'll be putting an event probably on Facebook or something like that. I'm not sure yet. And, uh, that's it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and, uh, check out Don's stuff. He's really funny. Thanks, Don. Thanks, man. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.